Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the podcast. Um, today, I am joined by Kyle Ebersaw. Kyle Ebersaw and I are on the student leadership team together at my church, um, and he's just an all-around really good guy and has a lot of wisdom, I feel like, and he's going to impart some of that to you today. So we are going through the book, Do Hard Things by Alex and Brett Harris. We read this together in our student leadership team. Um, and I just thought it was a good book, and we decided to go through it together in this podcast. Um, and this book talks about how to beat the stereotype of teenagers not living up to everything the Lord has for them and um, the low expectations that we have. So I'm so excited to share this with you, and I hope you get something from it. Hello, everyone. Today we have Kyle Ebersol here with me. Kyle and I are on the student leadership team at our church together, and we go to youth group together, um, and he's just a really good guy, so he's going to tell you a little bit about himself. Hello, everybody. I am Kyle. I'm a Linville Jr., and I have been golfing for three years at Pequa Valley High School, which I get a lot of joy out of. That is great. So I wanted to have Kyle on the podcast because I feel like he really exemplifies his faith well and he um, walks the walk in addition to talking the talk and he's just very wise in all the conversations we've had and lead team and everything um, and I really respect him. So that is why I wanted to have him on here today. So today we are going to be talking about the book entitled Do Hard Things. Um, and it's by Alex and Brett Harris, who are two teenagers that are kind of challenging teens to um, do hard things, obviously, by the title. Um, and challenging us that just because we're teens does not mean that we are too small to be used by the Lord. And um, even on the title, it says, A Teenage Rebellion Against Low Expectations. It says that on the front cover. So I think that's just a very good way to summarize it. Kyle, what do you have to say about that? Yeah, so Alex and Brent Harris are twins. And at the time of writing the book, when it was published, they were 18 years old. They started, really, they started the campaign that led up to the book when they were 16 years old and they were inspired to start a website which they titled therevolution.com it's still one of the largest teen websites um, in history and they immediately became two of the most popular teen writers on the market um, their mission was to redefine the teenage years and, like Ellie said, to throw off low expectations. Um, they make the point that these expectations have not always been low for teenagers. And really, the word teenager was not put into use until around 1900. Um, this really came into place due to labor and school reforms forcing children out of harmful factory environments and into school, where they were generally required to finish high school. 
which was quite helpful to children and um, saved a lot of deaths and suffering, but it also removed any sense of usefulness to society from the next generation of children and young adults, effectively destroying any chance of contributing to society in any major ways. They moved completely from um, contributors and um, drivers behind society to consumers, which today they're the largest consumer market um, in America and across the globe. So Alex and Brett Harris acknowledged this, they saw this, and they led by example. They did quite a few monumental things. Um, they ran a political campaign, and because of that and through that, they were featured on MSNBC, CNN, NPR. They were written about in the New York Times. And to date, they have written two books, one of which is Do Hard Things, and the other one is called Start Here, Doing Hard Things Right Where You Are. Thank you, Kyle. Yes, that was a very good little summary um, of it. And it was a very challenging book, and it kind of jump-started me into starting this podcast. Um, through going through this book together, I had some um, reserves, I guess, about the book. Um, and it was really good, don't get me wrong. But I kind of felt like they almost expected too much of this, us as teenagers. And maybe that's because of society's low standards for us, that I was thinking that they were reaching the bar too high, but I felt like it almost didn't allow for like personal growth with the Lord, and it always had us doing things, um, and kind of expected us to have it all together, and didn't leave us much room for failure. What do you think of that? Yeah, Alex and Brett expect a lot from teenagers, as they should. They're capable of a lot more than most people give them credit for. But there is a point at which um, pushing outside your comfort zone is good, but at some point there has to be a comfort zone to enjoy. The comfort zone is there for a reason. It's there so that you can rest, you can rehabilitate yourself. And if you're constantly pushing yourself to the extreme, you really don't have any time to rest. Um... Yeah, shocker, hard things are really hard. You need that time to rest and grow personally in the Lord and replenish yourself before you can push yourself to that level again. Yeah, I totally agree. We have to be filled so we can give to others, and rest definitely helps with that. So, Kyle, we um, both enjoyed this book, I feel like, and I got a lot from it. Um and it really pushed me to be a better daughter and student. But what was one of your biggest takeaways from the book? One of my biggest takeaways was that we, as teenagers, are capable of nearly anything. And we are definitely capable of more than what we personally think of ourselves. All of us. Um, what came to mind right away, like... What feels like it could be the mission verse of this is, if God is with us, who can be against us? Um, the word teenager is often used to limit our sense of self-worth and damage our credibility. 
I don't know about you, but I've definitely had times where working or dealing with a customer, I've made a suggestion that I thought was a really good suggestion, and they just shot me down like, oh, wait till you hit the real world. Then you'll see how things really are. I mean, that can just get so frustrating if you hit that and reach that every day. Yes, I agree. I feel like sometimes the term teenager or just even our age is a little derogatory in and of itself for others. So that's really good. Um, How has this book challenged you personally? Have you seen yourself grow in it? Um, I know I was challenged. I felt um, I wasn't being a good daughter and I wasn't doing enough around the house while we were reading this. And so I tried to step up to that. um, But what was one of the challenges that you had while reading this? Yeah, um, it really challenged me to build up a work ethic um, in addressing the difficult and the monotonous things in my life because I found that it was much easier to work hard on things that I love. It was easy to spend two hours at a time working on my golf swing or reading a really good book where I could just hunker down and plow through the book. But doing things like sweeping the kitchen and taking out the trash, just simple things like helping my little sisters with homework could be much harder. And I'd have this great work ethic when it got to stuff I loved, but I was really challenged to build up that work ethic with things where you don't see the immediate benefit of that work. That's really good. Yeah, having a good attitude just about what you do and just kind of kind of change your whole attitude in general about like how you're doing things. That's really good. Um, so how could you practically use this? Um, we kind of touched on this a little bit with the last question, but can we do it in school with our work, with our families? Um, like, how can we use this practically? I know in the book, Alex and Brett, they ran a whole campaign trial. Um, we might not have to go do that. That's, I think we can be used just in a school, work, and family setting. Um, but how could we do that practically? Personally, um, I mentioned this a little bit, but hard work has to start somewhere. So just doing chores for your family and... Um, talking about school, that's a great way to apply this um, work ethic where you don't think or you don't see immediate benefits. Like, there's a grade, but what do those really mean? And just to work hard on your schoolwork and your homework and just get them done, even if they're not perfect. You can know that you poured work into that and you built yourself as a person in your work on that, whatever it may be. That's really good. So I found myself through this kind of feeling convicted that I was like just comparing myself to other teens and um, just feeling like, well, I'm better than them. So like, I'm good. And, um, but I felt kind of convicted that that's not just, um, just because I'm living a better life than someone else doesn't mean that I'm living a godly lifestyle. And just because um, I'm not smoking or I'm partying and all that does not mean my heart's 
with the Lord and I'm not walking with the Lord. But um, so I was kind of convicted by that throughout the book. Yeah, that's really good. I can totally relate to that. And I mean, yeah, it's such such a hard trap to avoid just because um, we're told by God that sin is sin, but it's so easy to look at different sins as worse sins and then hold yourself up on a pedestal, which I am 100% guilty of. Um, just holding yourself up on a pedestal and seeing yourself as better than other teens because you see that they made an obvious poor choice and you stay up late working on homework or something, something that feels like a good thing to do at the time. And that's, we can't do that. We can't compare ourselves to other teens, but rather hold ourselves to the standard that God's hold, that God holds to us and calls us to work toward. Yes, hundred percent. That's really good. And I think spending time with the Lord and, finding clarity in that and there's so much wisdom and we just spend time with the lord and he gave us this awesome book to just read his word and that's just so cool in and of itself so i kind of feel like god calls us places and sometimes i personally don't feel prepared for it and i'm like well the lord can't use me there but i kind of feel like that was the whole point of the book it was to challenge us to feel like we're not going to be prepared for situations and that's where the Lord's going to grow us the most and use us the most, I feel like. Um, so what would you say to someone that just kind of doesn't feel prepared for uh, what the Lord's going to use and just doesn't feel equipped for how the Lord is calling them? Yeah, that's a valid fear. And I guess I would say that it's never going to be easy. It might get slightly easier than you feel it is now. But it's never going to be easy. So at some point, you're going to have to take that leap of faith. And the Bible says, it says, if you pretty much leap forward in faith, if you step forward in faith in God's name, pursuing God, um, he will catch you. And even if it doesn't feel like he catches you, even if it feels like you're off the deep end, um, just trust that he can work it for good. And if you keep pursuing him, he will work it for the ultimate good. That's good, yes. I feel like if the Lord, if you are in prayer with the Lord and spending time with him, like he's going to be with you throughout that whole walk and help lead you and guide you in the right direction. That's so good. And like you said, our walk with God was never promised to be easy. It was, well, you know, it's going to be challenging. And that's kind of one of the cool things about it. It's not a consistent or it is consistent, but it's not a constant, we're in a good spot with the Lord, like we go through our ups and downs and challenges, so that's really good. Um, so what would be one of your challenges to other people um, from reading this book and just kind of going out of here? Right, the overall challenge set to us by Alex and Brett was to throw off low expectations from society, from your parents, things like that. And that might not be fun, it might not be enjoyable, but you'll grow as a person if you do work on that. So I would just challenge each and every one of you to set an example to your friends of this. I mean, people really notice the small things when 
you just take out trap. Your parents will notice before anybody else. Mm -hmm. They know you well, and they'll notice these small things. And I don't think they'll be mad about it. I mean, from personal experience, those kind of things usually go over well. So I just challenge you to set an example to the people around you. Yes, that's really good. Yeah, that's kind of the whole point of this book is just to be pushed a little further than you are right now, and that all builds up upon itself. So that's really good. Well, thank you so, so much, Kyle, for taking the time to join us today. Um, you have imparted a lot of wisdom, I feel like, to us, and we will take that. And, um, yeah, and he, guys, is just a good teenager, and I think he sets an example for me of what I can be doing in my life. Yeah, thank you. And thank you for having me on today. It was a pleasure. Um, the learning curve of the new podcast is fun and exciting. Um, and yeah, I just bless you in this journey that you're taking and the hard work that you're putting into this podcast and blessing other teens' lives. And I just really think that you'll go far. Thank you so much. That's very encouraging. So he was the first one on here, guys. It's a, he helped me with this learning curve, so... Thank you. I hope you guys enjoyed that podcast. It was so much fun to talk with Kyle, and I hope you just saw some of his heart and um, the good guy he is. So I will see you guys next month for the next podcast.